What did you say? Sunday just passed. Sunday, I really was, yeah, you know, like with mother sick. No, if y'all haven't heard yet, y'all probably have because it's been everywhere. Recently, we just lost NBA Laker legend Kobe Bean Bryant, his daughter Gigi Bryant. And seven other passengers are in a helicopter accident. And as we mourn together, you know, first of all, I want to say condolences to all the families that have been affected and rest in peace. To those that have been, that we lost, you know, we lost a lot of great people. We lost an icon. We lost another budding icon which was his offspring but you know like when I found out about the news like anyway I was in shock like you know um, never in my life I thought no sort of I was sort of lose not even never in my life I thought you know a celebrity death would have this toll on me probably until like last year when Nipsey passed uh, around the same time I launched my podcast platform and I model so much of my business ventures after his mindset but Kobe's death hits home just as well because how I modeled my business acumen after Nipsey I modeled my relentless mindset you know never say never never say die like you know hard work dedication ruthlessness mindset after Kobe like you know um, like I wasn't the biggest Kobe fan growing up. I was more like, let me turn this down. I wasn't the biggest Kobe fan at first growing up. Like you know, I was more LeBron fan, and you know, I'm a huge Celtics fan. So I really don't like the Lakers. But it wasn't until I got older, probably like at the end of high school, I really started to you know appreciate his game, and you know. Um, in the mid 2000s, the Lakers weren't really relevant between like 04 until like they really got back to the championship. So, not until like you know he, he made a second fi- uh, consecutive finals run, I sort of started to appreciate his game, and that sort of led me to sort of look beyond the basketball player Kobe Bryant and more as the individual, you know. and Around that same time, he was making his championship run. He had, you know, dubbed himself the Black Mamba, which was, you know, he was, people would say he started playing into this villain role, but he was trying to compare his tenacity and his ferociousness and his 
you know, his vileness, his killer instinct to the Black Mambo, which is like, you know, a very poisonous and deadly snake. And he just, that's his approach to the basketball game. And then, you know, as years going by, you know, that was his approach to, you know, everything in life, you know, sort of do it wholeheartedly, um, never have step anything. You know, if you say you're going to do something, do it to your, the best of your ability. And that went from not him just being a basketball player, him being an award-winning director, producer. I think he won an Oscar last year. And I think some, I think it's a Golden Globe as well. Um, you know, to him being the best father he could be, you know, the best husband he could be, you know, the best friend. And then, you know, slowly over time, he was becoming the best mentor to a whole generation of not just basketball players, but athletes. So, you know, after sitting down and I was in the gym, like, you know, going hard in the gym, like working on was like, religiously go try to go to gym at least twice a week um as part of my routine to just get my mind and body right and i just was thinking bro i'm gonna do the next episode of a mother sick i'm gonna dedicate it to the mamba mentality you know because the reason why i chose that to be today's topic for the show is because twofold not only because we lost the late great Kobe Bryant and his daughter and the other seven people on the pilot. But I just like to take, you know, small itty-bitty things and sort of try to um, magnify them and in which people can learn from my ramblings or my tales and see how it greatly and more massively affect life. Um... Yeah, like it's so sad to hear, you know, that his untimely passing, that he's no longer here. He can no longer um, exist among us in the living. He can no longer, you know, he was about to take. Uh, he was about to prepare himself for his second career. Like he had a 20 year basketball career. So he was going to have another 20 year, 30 or 40 year career in film and in, in production and in writing, you know, and he was taking that same approach from his sports days into that field. And some might say, you know, um, he was cut down 41 is very young age. To, you know he was still a very young man he still had a lot of life ahead of him but like in retrospect he he really lived a full life he really like you know at 41 which is the last age he aged like you know if you look at his life from when the day he was born until the day of his death like he lived a full life like you know not really leaving anything on the table now we wish he would continue to do more greatness but he, he what he has done up until his death, this greatness within itself. And I think, and I believe, and I know that's really due to his mental focus and approach to everything that he did. And that's a Mamba mentality. You know, people often keep on saying, we're going to do, I know a lot of people are hurting right now. 
a lot of people are still in shock. I'm still in shock. And we're going to be like, yeah, we're quoting. Um, yeah, we're going to do it for Kobe. We're going to have the Mamba mentality, you know. But the ironic thing is, um, most people, like, you know, we're going to, you know, move on. Obviously, his family's not going to move on. But general public, we're going to move on from this. You know, Kobe's going to be buried. And then we're going to forget the promise or the statements we made that we will approach everything with a mom mentality. And I feel like, you know, that's just a hype train movement for people to get on because, you know, even though you're screaming on the mom mentality, you don't even really understand what the mom mentality is in this. I sum it up as, you know, a constant dedication to a goal at hand. And to be your best and to do what's necessary to be your best. You know, go beyond your limits. And naturally, human beings don't really like doing that. You know? Um, like, I always like to reflect in tragic moments like this, like Kobe. Like, you know, Dr. Miles Monroe died almost in a similar fashion like six years ago. And he was 20 years older, but he always, throughout his whole life, he preached, you know, don't die full, die empty. And I feel like, you know, Kobe sort of died empty. Like, you know, he maximized everything that he could have possibly done, whether it be, you know, and, you know, I don't think, even though, it do this on time and pa- passing. Most people still won't get it. Now that might be cynical to say, but I'm gonna turn this up until like you know a little bit more um, encouraging and enlightening. And let's start with why most people won't actually, you know. Get the mama mentality. What is it? What is a mama mentality? Let's define that first. And in my definition, and I probably I think I said that two minutes ago. Not just an end goal or you know serious dedication to end goal, but I think the first term coined before mama mentality is to have a killer instinct. I think that's the basis of what the mama mentality has. And based off of in my estimation um now you gotta ask yourself while you're listening to this do you approach every day first of all like it's your last second of all do you maximize your day third of all do you do you take the opportunity every day to chat not only challenge yourself but make yourself better and even when you've made yourself better, continually to try to find a new challenge. You know, if if you can't answer any of those questions straight, you you, you don't you're not you're going about life a whole wrong way. And that's not the mama mentality. Like you know, 
If you want something really bad, you got to do some things that you never done. You can't expect things that, you know, happen for you without putting some serious work in. So if you want something magical to happen, you got to put in magical work. Because let's take a look at Kobe's life. You know, I like to celebrate life. Right? And why are you so relatable to um, people, like, especially my generation, right? Because we all grew up in an age where everybody wanted to be like Mike. And in that aspect, he was like us. We all were trying to be like Mike in certain ways. And he was the best Mike impersonated to where it almost turned into let's be like Mike and Kobe to, you know, just Kobe fade away jumper with the paper ball into the trash can you know um, and with that I think you know we always idolize somebody and try to emulate them but a lot of us probably sh- fall short in achieving that imitation to where you know along the way we try to adjust and we don't realize it's just better for us to be the best us but I think um, he figured that out along the way because okay if the bar is Michael Jordan you can't just because you have physical traits and gifts be like Michael Jordan and some things you might not even be blessed with like he was blessed with so he put in work you know okay yeah my whole circumstances are different from what i want to achieve or who i want to be like so i must apply myself in a different measure in a different way like you know whether it be like okay yeah i play with Shaq, so i gotta up the um adopt my game into playing with this piece and sort of you know learn how to be efficient and when it take over at certain points and you know, um, during my off days, work, work on my game, work on my game, study, learn from the past, learn from the present, learn from those who are around me. And that was another thing that, you know, you can admire about Kobe. He, he had a thirst for knowledge. And, that, and that's another reason why, you know, I think most people can't have the mob mentality. Not only is a dedication to a singular goal, but trying to figure out ways to always improve on yourself. And it's not always within yourself. Sometimes you have to look around you and see, okay, if I want to learn how to direct a film, let me call a big time director, Darren Aronofsky. Or if I want to learn how to write a, a children's book, let me find a children's author, JK Rowling. All that was Kobe trying to, you know, he called these people and asked them for advice. And we have to learn when it takes, ask for advice, be humble enough to learn and then apply what we learn to do what we got to do. You know, anything we got to, you know, prioritize to doing actions where, you know, anything that we're pursuing, we have to say, hey, we will go to the answer just to learn how to do X and Y, Z better. It don't matter who you got to ask. It don't matter what you got to do, the amount of sacrifices. That should be the mentality. 
Because if that ain't the mentality, how can you be great? To be honest, like, how could you be great when you don't put in the work, you don't put in the effort, you don't put in the mental fortitude or anything like that? That's ludicrous. Because it's like, okay, how could you... It's almost like growing a plant. If you want that plant to turn into a tree to bear an abundance of fruit, you got to nurture the plant, give it its right nutrition, you know, tend to the soil, make sure it gets enough water, make sure you know, it gets enough light, you know, trim it when it needs to be trimmed so it, you know, it can reach its fullest potential, but we're not pruning our own, what's the word I'm looking for? We're not pruning our own gifts. We're not pruning our own potential. That's it. And all, everybody's born with potential. Well, a lot of us, you know, we go to the grave full. Like Miles Monroe says, the grave is the richest place on the planet Earth. So many unfulfilled dreams, ideas, inventions, all in the grave because... We live lives to where, you know, we like to talk to talk, but we don't like to walk the walk, you know? So it's like all these things, and it's like, you know, um, and that sort of saddens me. Because the point of living life ain't just to exist, you gotta get beyond it. You can't just wake up every day and just go to, you know, your job or your nine to five and come home, do that for 10 to 15 years, start having kids, continue to do that until you're 65 and ready for retirement. Then you get sick and then by 70, you're dead <laughs> and you spent majority of your years, the best years of your life, dedicating it to someone else who had the AKA Mamba mentality. <laughs> you know, that's 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 crazy to me. Or whatever. Like, no, and of course everybody isn't fit to be an entrepreneur or you know, some big time executive or anything like that. But it's like, bro, it's the small things that you could do in your life to where you can better enhance your life. Okay. Um yeah, you might work a nine to five, but how's your health? Do you, do, you, do you give your health the dedication that it needs for you to be in better shape? You know, your organs to be fully functioning, you know, for you to have a longer life so you can give, you know, if you have children so you can be there for your children until, you know, they start having children. Or you be there to where, you know, you can further enjoy life. Okay, you might have hobbies or a craft. Like let's say you're an athlete or a thespian or an artist or, you know, a craftsman or whatever you do. Do you give, do you invest enough time into honing your craft and being the best that you can be? And not just from a technical standpoint, but from a theological standpoint too. Do we sharp, take enough time to sharpen our brains and learn? And do what we need to do. And even when we feel like we achieved a certain point, we shouldn't, I always said that we shouldn't settle with what we got. We should always strive for more. 
Because Yeah you could be set up For a new plateau But we gotta always Figure out a new way To challenge ourselves Because Like what's life I And then I think people Um Sort of saw me Like who I know See saw me as crazy Cause it's like Yes I'm someone Who can never be satisfied Like you know I might achieve something. People may be like, are you are you excited? I'm like, no, it's on to the next thing. Yes, I'm enjoying the process to getting there. And I'm, I'm always enjoying the process. But it's like, bro, once you conquer something, it's on to the next challenge. However, it ain't for me to, you know, the, the reward was the journey to get there or whatever. Now I've achieved it, it's on to the next challenge. And that's why I respect that mind so much. Like, you know, most athletes, when they retire, they go on to do some type of broadcasting or try to coach or try to go back to the sport. Yeah, you're still tied to the sport of basketball, but he was finding new ways to be a part of it. Like, you know, he was, he became an author. He became, you know, like I said, a filmmaker to where he did it to the best ability to where he was in the two years after he retired from basketball he won an Oscar he wrote books and then he was starting to sort of explore the lane of women's basketball because for his daughter and saw a new approach to how he could commune with his daughter and still be close to the game but in a whole different way you know and you know he was excited about life and I know a lot of and yeah he might be a celebrity but but you in your space right now can be excited about life too. You just got to put together some plans and believe in it or whatever. Like, you know, because some people would be like, okay, you won championships in the NBA and then two years old, you already won an Oscar. Man, I would just chill out and spend time with my family. I mean, he was still spending time with his family, but, you know, relax and go travel. But he was like, no, I got other things going on like this. You think this the best I ever did? Watch that, I'm about to top that again. And top this again Oh I, I don't know how to do this I'm going to learn something new Let me keep on challenging myself Because there's so many different things That you know you don't know how to do Maybe it might be learning another language Or learning how to you know Probably build build Like do some carpentry Or masonry or you know play an instrument Like you know constantly Put something that's how you keep your mind sharp And I'm watching videos of him, a 17 year old. He was really brilliant. And as he aged and with that age and experience and that insightfulness, he started to pass it on. And for all my older people who listen to this, when you get to a certain age, I feel like, you know, you should feel the need to pass on information, you know, give back. You know, life has given you so much blessings. Start to give back, start to pour information and knowledge and wisdom into the generation behind you you know be there be selfless but yeah you know you might be selfish on the climb and as you attain that success then start to give back like you give back the knowledge um impart wisdom like this people gonna treasure you forever because listen we only got one life to live and i rather live my life Pursuing not only my goals but fulfilling my purpose instead of 
doing what everybody else is doing instead of wasting time. And that's what a lot of people are doing. All we're doing is sitting up wasting time instead of getting out there and being productive. And it's like, you know, that sort of sickens me in a way. But you know what it is. We have to be driven. And you can't really teach that. It's almost like if, if it's in you, it's in you. If it ain't, it ain't. But, you know, I hope this unt- the untimely end of Kobe being Brian and all those people that were on the helicopter wake you up a little bit to be like, bro, life is fragile. One day we here, the next day we ain't. If that can happen to him, that can happen to anybody. But it ain't... But the well, funny thing about life is it ain't about how you die, you know. It's about how you live. And how you impact people. And what legacy you leave behind. Because I've been to many funerals in this last four to five years. And I know one thing. I said I wanted to be great because I know when that day comes for me, I don't want the only thing people could say about me is, oh, I was a good person. To be honest. But, you know what it is? Well, mother sick. This is Lord Jalen Willard coming to you again with another episode. You know, straight talk, no laugh, straight facts on the original people network. If you want to sponsor any episode of What Mother Sick or any other of our shows on the original people network, please feel free to email us at the original people network at gmail.com or you can slide in our DMs on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, the original people network on both Facebook and Instagram. and the op network on twitter please have a good day good night good evening and please remember my friends have that mama mentality man like when you approach something approach it wholeheartedly like you about to kill like ain't nothing about to stop you and have no excuses no excuses yeah you see (laughs) 